You're listening to the Shantyman Podcast, a conversation designed to help those recovering from religion find true faith in the Creator. Hi, folks. Welcome to the podcast. Victor Summers sitting across the table from Sam Rushton. Sam Rushton, Victor Summers, the Shantyman Podcast. Good to be back with you. We have a great topic for you today. I believe we do. But first of all, let's catch up with Sam. I'm, yeah. look, I'm looking at across the table right now, and you uh, you look great. Thanks, man. You look well rested. I am really tired. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, doing a lot of schoolwork. A little baby then, in the house, and you in school oh, full time, yeah. and. I have this is reading week and all like already my week is just as busy as all the other weeks. Dude, it's Monday. How do you screw up well, a week so fast? Uh, because of all the chores that were piling up, all the things oh, that yeah. needed to be done but didn't have the time because of schoolwork. Yeah. So that's what it is. Like today, because we get a little on the basement. We, we get a little thing just around the corner. Winter. What? Oh, <laughs> it's coming. You got to get ready for it. Because uh, that's what we do. If you're listening and you're in a uh, a tropical locale anywhere south of the Mason-Dixon line. Then please invite us. You have, yeah, exactly. You have no idea what it's like to get ready for winter. And it's a, it's a, it's a topic of conversation too, right? Yeah. Like you go in, you meet someone. <laughs> Are you ready for winter? Oh, it's the worst. It's like the morning starting to get like frosty and everything. And you're just like, the dread is just falling over you. Right. It's like literally the color of the sky is like the color that's changing in my soul. Yeah. It's like getting grayer outside and I'm just getting, gray. I just have to, I have uh, to pick stuff up out of my yard. That's the biggest <laughs> thing. Cause the, the worst part is having the first snowfall yeah. and, and looking out and seeing all those bumps and divots in your yard <laughs> that represent stuff that you didn't, yeah. you know, the summer tire. Yeah. You forgot to put away the stuff. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the rakes and shovels all still out. <laughs> the lawnmower uh, sitting beside the shed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Whatever, it's fine. It's part of life. It's the four seasons. That's how we roll. I, I mean, I love it. Most pl- places don't have a beautiful, amazing fall leaves. I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. And I've lived in places that had like at best a season and a half, and I missed it. Oh, I totally would have it another way. I just cut oh, winter out. Spring, summer, and fall no, have all I'm, the beautiful things with those three seasons. I'm telling you, the only thing good about winters nice. is it. The only thing I'm good about winter is skiing, and the snowfall. Snowfall is the week of Christmas. I can take a full week of just a lot of snow, and it looks beautiful in the lights. And then anything above that, actually, snow is not bad. It's the cold. I promise you, I promise you, Sam, and you're not going to believe me, but as a northern boy. Speaking to another northern boy, if you're in a tropical climate, yep. you miss the cold weather. I've been there. I've done that. I've wanted. I've wanted. I really I, wish we could pull that. I could live in other places. Yeah. Literally. I don't know. Three seasons. I mean, it's cold in well, fall, yeah, but, but it's not freezing. Go? There's no three seasons. But you, you said, have, if you I could have, have it any other way, so I'm addressing that. I'm not saying there's a place where this happens, Victor. Oh, I'm saying okay. I would have it this way. Well, I would have spring, I'd have summer, I would have fall, autumn. That's fine. Yeah. Where are you going to go to find that? Shangri-La? There's no such thing. <laughs> Seventh dimension. That's right. Um, I listened to your podcast with Jody. Oh, yeah. Jody yeah. joined us uh, on a podcast 
Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was great. I thought I thought how'd you I think really, how'd you I think really, it was? was well, it okay? do you want my notes? I wrote down. Oh, jeepers. <laughs> you took notes. Uh well, first of all, I just wanna dr- I I enjoyed Jody. I thought it was a lot of fun uh mm-hmm. having her on. She laughed a lot. Was she drunk? She was not. It was it was mid morning. We had just finished a <laughs> finished a, a an online meeting and she was right in front of the mic, so I'm like <laughs> Let's record a podcast. Uh, totally funny. unprepared. No, it was fine. She just laughed a lot, which is great. Yeah, she um, was not drunk. Okay. One thing I got to uh, address is you said, she said something about you guys always beat the horse and then you blamed it on me. <laughs> I don't remember that. Okay. Moving on then. Beating a dead horse? No, no. Go on and, and let's talk about that some more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it shows exactly who does that <laughs> did you actually get married just to bone oh sam that's a personal question okay but fine. yes every every on. good christian boy that's what we that's what we did how does trenton feel about listening did he listen to it he did he he thought it was a bit slow actually <laughs> yeah well just i meant because you addressed him a lot and i feel like i don't remember what it was but there might have been um a, a few things um <laughs> what you have to understand specific and, to him. and and you might get this a little bit because your parents were in ministry uh, although you're you're not a pastor's kid pastor's kids get used to that just always being like yeah an illustration oh. <laughs> and i try not to reduce our relationship to uh, just an illustration oh, that's a but, good one i'm gonna use that later <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah uh, this is coming up again on sunday morning this is a rebuke. Start freaking dusting your house. Yeah. Um, Not going to happen. Next, also another rebuke. I agree with Jody. You don't love all the people out there. It also bothers me. You don't am, know I'm them. Not, I'm not changing that. Having Jody on was re- reflecting on the other side because she knows you. That was so good. I thought that was good to reflect. She's like She was fine pushing in on some areas just because she knew, you know, she knows you. And I'll say the, there was, um, there was no, no, no blessings. The blessings at the end, which I was disappointed. <laughs> well, you know why? And and if you listen very closely, she yeah. does say it. Oh, she? Yeah, ve- it's very quiet. Yeah. Okay. So so turn your turn, turn your the, pod, okay. turn the volume up, and you'll hear her say it. But I actually told her not to, because I I said that's your thing, which was funny because oh. I know I've had other guests on. We had I, yeah, you had other guests on. And I've actually that. I've yeah. actually invited them to say, <laughs> but blessings. not Jody, your own wife. Did, yeah, and I thought about that afterwards. I'm like. It's not Sam's thing. Anybody can say blessings, but it it was kind of, I don't know. I guess I was just missing you. And I was like, no, don't take <laughs> Sam's thing. That's funny. It's the one thing he the has. The one thing I have in life <laughs> during winter. It's his one contribution to this podcast. Just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. The last thing I'll say about it, it was, it was good. But yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently our endings suck. That's what she said. Um, actually, in her words, is just get her out, which I automatically said that's what she said. Um, but she made a good point, I think, is maybe just not drawing it on so long at the end. I had wrap such, it up. I, th- and this is the thing, too, with her, is I knew that, that she was waiting for me to wrap the podcast up, yeah. which made me nervous <laughs> and made me draw it out even longer. You don't know, you don't know, and listener, you don't know, how much I edited out of that. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. That that was what you heard I what I left in was like take 5 of Oh wow. 8. 
Um, I I was interested, and I don't know, maybe we can pull up analytics. I would be interested to see how many people drop. Like, as she said, I drop out as you guys hit that point. Maybe if everyone's dropping out, we do need to wrap it up in a more concise way. Or if people are listening right to the end, just say, okay, Jody, you're, screw you. <laughs> I listen right to the end because I love my brother's song. I, oh. wanna, I, I like listening to that. I like yeah. that little kick at the end. And I listen. And I, I, if you don't know, that's my brother and his band, The Blue Canoes. Yep. And at the very end, you can kind of hear his voice at the end. And I kind of miss my bro. And hey, oh. I listen to this. Yeah, that sounds just like it. No, that's horrible. <laughs> anyway. You know what else is horrible? What's that? Celebrity pastors. <laughs> is that what we're talking about today? Celebrity pastors. I, I think so. I, I I don't know. Are you are you a big like connecting with not connecting personally, like as in emailing them, but like connecting as in like following um uh, like big name pastors and all that kind of stuff? Like do you do you keep up with I do and I kinda go in famous I kinda go in spurts. Features. Uh, back when I was on staff at Stone Ridge in Halifax, we, you know, we as a staff, we kind of had our favorites that we were um, kind of following, and maybe churches that we were following. Not so much the pastors, but they just tended to be other mega churches that were kind of hip and cool and doing some innovative things. And so we followed, okay. we followed them. Yeah. And without fail, they had that mega mega pastor you know, superstar pastor right. point person, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, but that kind of goes in waves. I, you know, I get, I get excited about some of them and then, and then that kind of falls away and I lose, lose interest. Unfor- unfortunately, I feel like big name celebrity pastors make it or break it a lot of times for Christianity. Like they can either, because they're so famous and their like their voice is pushed, you know, beyond, yeah. they can influence somebody. And many times it has like a, a negative. Right. Uh, it happens negative. And then many times it happens the opposite way, like where it actually draws people in to, yeah. to Jesus. Like, so it's unfortunate that way. It's like, like we're a lot, because our world is on social media and online so much. Mm-hmm. That you know, their their voice is the one that's having probably a lot of the most influence sometimes in the spiritual world, unless they're connected to other Christians that are invested in them. So, yeah. like I guess I would say one, you know, if you are a Christian listening, like invest in the people that are around you, like just care for them, yeah. be be a voice, you know. And two, I don't know. Yeah, without fail, Tell people not to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I I think without fail, you see certain pastors being invited on to. Like news channels, for instance, anytime oh, there's yeah. a anytime there's a national issue, and they want to get the perspective of the Christian, oh, a, a Christian was... perspective. Um, most recently, I know John Maca- MacArthur was invited on to he he did he did Fox, I think he did CNN as well. Oh, kinda, really? Yeah, yeah. He, he did the he did the kind of circuit there, um, and yeah, so. So they're, they're, it's not only, and if you're listening uh, today and you think, well, I'm not really plugged into Christian culture, mm-hmm. without a doubt, though, you've been exposed to some sort of Christian influence in a mega pastor. So may, you may not even have been aware. Maybe you're a Justin Bieber fan and you saw his, uh, you know, his super cool oh, Carl Lentz. pastor friend Did- that uh, that Justin Bieber was hanging out with, so... 
you know what happened, right? Yeah. With the moral fail. Okay. I heard. Like so. Uh, why don't you, why don't this you is, tell, tell, tell everyone what's yeah, going Yeah, yeah, I'm going to. I think this is a good, actually, foundation to kind of address some of that the issues of Celebrity Pastor right off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so Justin Bieber has this, his his pastor, I think you call it, Carl Lentz, who's part of Hillsong, right, Hillsong. Yep. yep. The network. Yep. Yeah, the network. Um, and then, I mean, a lot of people followed him, big name, you know, um, and then he had, well, what they were addressing as a moral failure, they didn't really come out with too many details um, mm-hmm. besides like his response on Instagram, uh, which he just apologized to his church and his wife and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, people can draw the lines, obviously. It, it appears something sexual happened with somebody right. else. Uh, and yeah, so I was, I was looking at a group, a youth pastors group on Facebook, and it's like the one of the first posts is like, is anybody not surprised about this? Like saw it coming. And I'm just like, it's frustrating. It's like, it seems like the Bible places this specific place where it's like, yeah, leadership, you are accountable. Like you need to be accountable. But it also, I don't think denies the fact that they're human. Like it just seems so insensitive to the moment where it's like, yeah, he did. He sinned. He, he failed quote unquote, you know, Mm -hmm if he hadn't have been famous, you wouldn't have given a, you wouldn't have cared. Right. Right. So, but don't you feel that there's a, there's an extra burden put on those guys though? That's why they fail. A a guarantee. Really? Well, even, um, uh, Perry Noble. Yes. Like, you know, with, with that situation, it's like with so much, it's same thing with celebrity vibes. It's like, if you have that much, that many eyes and like there's pressure, right. Mm -hmm. You become somebody, like you're, you're fa- like, so I think there's a level of like pressure and lifting them up to the spot. I don't think it's healthy for anyone to have personally. I don't think it's healthy for anyone to have that much fame. I, I used in to, general. I, I used to have this statement. I used to say a lot back when I was in Bible school because I started to recognize this. Yeah. And I said, being successful in ministry made you sexy <laughs> because <laughs> I, I couldn't understand how all of these, you know, very successful, very influential men were falling to sexual oh, immorality. Yeah, right. And I'm like, dude, my dad has been doing ministry faithfully for 40 years and managed to <laughs> managed to come out of it unscathed, at least that way. I mean, my dad's not perfect, but unscathed at least that way. Yeah. And I'm like, what is it? Because I, I, the the school I went to, I, I love it dearly, but we had two sex scandals, huge sex scandals. Wow, yeah. That that uh, the first time um, completely destroyed one of the. It was actually in the 70s the largest independent Bible college in North America. Hmm. And, and and just decimated it and took wow. it down to a few hundred students, which it was when I went there. And then and then the the, the year I left, we had an opportunity to to reboot, and and the new president oh, fell no. fell to immorality <laughs> as well. And I'm like, dude, what is? Yeah. And he was a pastor of a mega church, and I'm like, what is it about that? So yeah. I, you're right. I think there's I think there's extra pressure, but I don't know. No, and, but and Perry, Perry Noble wasn't a sexual thing. It no, was alcohol. It was alcohol, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, again, if you took, a, like, it's just a general sweep of people who, pastors who weren't famous, there's many of them who are struggling with those exact, exact same things. 
right? Yes. But unfor- but but because of the ones that are in the limelight, you know, it becomes a bigger issue. Like it turns un like people who aren't Christians away saying, "Well, they're not real, they're not genuine," which in fact is the opposite. They actually sure. are real yeah. and gen- like they're most human because Flawed. they're sinful, right? Yeah. On the opposite side, all the Christians are 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 freaking out being like, "Well, and you lose a following." Like mm-hmm. It, it's unfortunate because then it, I feel like it places this like importance on a person that really shouldn't. I mean, even if you look in the Old Testament, like they're like, we we want a king. We need a king. We need this ruler person's God's like, no, I'm the king. You don't need a guy. Yeah. They're going to fail. Like na- name a, a, a famous king that comes to your mind from the Bible. David. David, a failure. Another one. Solomon. Another failure. Saul. <laughs> like like a yeah. failure, right? Yeah. Like, your expectations. Jehoiachin. chin. Your uh, what? Failure. Your expectations of somebody in that position are very high. Yeah. And they're gonna let you down. And if you don't know it publicly, there's something they're letting down in in private, right? Right. Like if you can think of somebody who's like, well, they haven't had a failure. Well, that's a lie. They've had a failure. It's a smaller than a quote unquote big failure, like a more impactful failure. But which one's more important, though? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> like, important to who? Your wife well, or to God? To 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 the ministry, I suppose. Sure. And, and to the reputation of Christianity, perhaps. And and I, I don't want to... <laughs> I'm going to... This is a whole I, other I, podcast. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to elevate this guy, and I'm going to mention him again, John MacArthur. Right, who I'm not. I wasn't even a big fan of John MacArthur, honestly. And I know you're an MBBI student, and you have to worship John. I MacArthur. do not worship him. No. Um, I never liked John MacArthur. I don't like his writing. I, I <laughs> he, he just he just come across angry to me. But there's there's a ton of stuff that I appreciate about him. Sure. Um, and, and not only just doctrine wise, which I yeah. which I think is is probably the most important part. But he, I mean, he's been doing. He's been pastor of of his church for 40 plus years right i mean just faithfully serving and it is it is a mega church i mean it's mm-hmm. it's not in the in the realm of of new mega 20 30,000 but it's 7 8,000 has been that way for years um and he's going to i think he's semi retired now and he's going to come out of it looks like he's going to come out of ministry somewhat unscathed that way although Ravi Zachariah didn't make it out <laughs> stuff come up after he died what that that might be a topic for I did another, not hear about that no, no, that might be a topic for another com- uh, conversation for another time um but he's going to come out somewhat somewhat unscathed John MacArthur I mean yeah but I mean which uh, is significant right yeah I mean the guy uh, is certainly not perfect but the fact that he made it all the way through and didn't have he's a got scandal. his vice he's got a vice that's a, I think anyone who is, is fighting a vice like it may be to you seems small and insignificant but you got something you're going through. You know, um, one person told me this the one time we were we were all sitting around. Sorry to interrupt, but no, that's fine. We we were talking about we were taught, and some of us were confessing, being like, "We're struggling with this." We're struggling, please pray for this. And one person was like, "I actually can't really even think of anything." And I was like, "Oh, well, we'll pray for your pride." <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Everyone's got something. Bill Hybel said one time, and it's funny you say that because he he felt the same way. Bill Hybel said that. The ones who um, demonstrate leaders in the church, primarily, he was talking mm-hmm. about, that demonstrate the greatest giftings mm. in the church. If you could put a 
a greatness on it, have an inverse dark side <laughs> yes. problem, right? <laughs> and that that was his take on it, yeah. right? So so you get these guys, and maybe that maybe that's the answer right now. They're they're upfront. They're they got national attention. Yeah. They're leading tens of thousands of people, but they have this other thing that they're struggling with, and it is in proportion to the measure that they have in on on the positive side. Right. So that that might yeah. Be there's no way that Joel Osteen's beautiful smile of pearly white teeth is not backed behind by like crooked demonic teeth <laughs> false teeth yeah Do you those, know what are, mean? those are like his real he's teeth. gotta be there's gotta be something he's right. gotta have like a lot of people like hiding secrets for him because his <laughs> smile is just phenomenal right <laughs> he's got he's got people but I, I like yeah he does yeah dead bodies I, lots of dead bodies <laughs> He's Hopefully got, pe- he's got people burying people for him. But I guess do those things take away from the validity of a person like and of their ministry? Like for me, I'm actually moving to a place of more respecting and wanting to follow someone's leadership when I'm I'm I know there's a level of honesty and vulnerability. And I think that's probably a lot of people in my demographic is moving that way. Yeah. Rather than having the person that's up there that is the flashy person, it's more like we want somebody who's is coming out and and being being like striving for for goodness striving to do be you know to do what is right but right. but but being honest i mean not obviously sharing everything from stage mm-hmm. but a level of vulnerability and honesty that would show and, and exemplify like i'm not the perfect um you know, it is about the grace of God working in my life, the same it is in yours. Just because I'm a leader or the pastor doesn't all of a sudden cause a huge gap that causes one of us to be more holy than the other person not. I mean, the expectations are higher according to the Bible. It's like if you are speaking, if you're if you're in that role of elder, yeah. I mean, yeah, you are held to a higher standard and judged more harshly. Yeah, <laughs> harshly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So. And I think I, I can tell you, Sam as a pastor that takes a lot of pressure off me yeah understanding that and coming to that place which right. which i have i i'm i'm more settled in that understanding these days that i don't have to be you know cool or hip or you know uh i don't have to manage my persona or my you know online presence i don't have to yeah. promote myself which you know, a lot of these celebrity pastors, they, I mean, they have PR people, they have social media presence. They, they have all of this professionalism that you would see behind a celebrity Mm -hmm. that's pushing them out. Right. Right. And I, I strongly disagree with that. Right. If you're promoting yourself more than the message, then I think there's a problem with that. Right. If Stephen Furtick doesn't stop wearing those extra medium (laughs) shirts, then I just can't listen. I'm just not going to oh, listen to him anymore. Goodness, yeah. Steven, you look fantastic, by the way. You look fantastic. If you ever listen to this, which you won't, you look. <laughs> His head of hair alone is enough. Okay, who is he? Is he like your, what you would say is the, I don't know how to work, like your most attractive preacher guy that you'd say is like he, he'd be the one to go as far as look wise i w- <laughs> yeah he's gorgeous i was a i was a huge yeah. fan of stephen furtick when he came out i just really appreciated his heart i mean he's an amazing communicator sure as yeah. far as as far as hyping the crowd he's very yeah. charismatic yeah um i actually I, I i have a different perspective on him he's 
he's moved in my mind he's moved further down my list of of appropriate pastors and ones that I would recommend mm. yeah in probably the last three years just because I think he's 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 drinking his own kool-aid yeah and I think he's moved much too close to the word of faith movement and and his messages just uh, you know are 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 a lot too um are, are very much self-focused sure right now did you what, what do you mean right now like what i, I don't think have you a, listened to some of the past year past three like you said three years yeah, ago I, like I, lately or like what, yeah, are, what is your was, i think when he started it was much more gospel centric and and uh, teaching teaching the bible mm. and now i think every passage he touches on is about you know your best life now sure not to drop, I, I, drop a quote from another well-known <laughs> name it and claim it preacher yeah. but uh, it's funny because I I have a similar relationship with Stephen. I use yeah, it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like we are actually buds with them. We're, we're friends <laughs> with Mister Furtick. Mm-hmm. Um, I years ago, two thousand I would say eleven, twelve. I would go on runs and I'd always listen to him. Loved mm-hmm. his stuff. Mm-hmm. And then over a few years, I started getting into some other guys and was like, I got to the point where I was like, I, yeah, it's it's a little weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like this is it feels a little out of context of what the scripture is trying like what that's actually trying to say right and maybe they're truthful things but they just seem a little amplified uh emphasize amplified anyways whatever em- to what over the text, emph- over overemphasized to what yeah. the text is actually trying to communicate yeah and geared toward like you said a, a self mindset yeah um rather than calling people to um like to really consider the life sin and inspiration mm-hmm. like there's no i think there's a good spot for inspiration mm-hmm. so yeah i kind of dropped them came back felt the same way but in the last year there's been a, f- a couple that came out I-, I use i have a different person for a different vibe that i feel like i need spiritually mm-hmm. so i have a guy for like re- rebuke i have a guy for like good theology okay. I, have a, I have a guy for inspiration right Furtick is my inspiration yes yeah and i i can personally like hear it and know and be like okay this is a little much yes but I'm walking away encouraged and invigorated yes. and, and wanting to take steps and stuff like that. And actually surprised me. There's been a couple in the past year that I was like, oh, okay, this is this is different from his normal vibe. Like okay. he's, he feels like he's shifting, but he doesn't. It's just here and a spattering yes. here and there. Yeah. And, and that's good. And that's something good to point, point out to, to listeners as well, because you have the discernment to know what what the emphasis is. Right. Right. Um, not everyone has that discernment, so I, I caution people when they're listening to certain preachers and say, oh, yeah. okay, you, you have to be careful of this, but let me say this. We're looking at at one part of, we'll use <clears throat> Steve as, Stevie. An, as an example. Okay. We're looking at one part of his ministry, right? Right. We're looking at the Sunday morning experience. Right, right. And... And it may be the attractional part of his ministry. I mean, they may be having small groups where they're going deep. They may have Bible studies happening, you know, inviting people to, and he may be getting, you know, going deep on, in other areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, evangelism may be a big part of, of what Sunday morning is just to get the crowd in and get them hyped up or right. whatever. Yeah. So we're looking at just a snapshot of that. So it's really difficult for us. Yeah. Actually, it's quite sure. easy for us to be critical. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying that it's not always... Uh, justified, and I would say that probably 
you know, we, we can't say, or I can't say without a doubt that what he's preaching is, a, is her, heretical or, right. or false. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting to like, there's others. Yeah, exactly. There's others that come to mind that you might be like, oh, that's obviously heretical. Like, cause X, Y, Z. Bethel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I choked on my, <laughs> Uh, um, but like, yeah, I think there's also others where it's like, you're towing the line Mm -hmm. and I think, yeah, I think some of it comes to wisdom. And I think when we, it's interesting that when you said that earlier, I thought of automatically like, not cause I'm smarter than people that I feel like I can discern it. Mm -hmm. I just have a lot of practice, I think. Yes. And so I think people probably who have been in the faith a long time or listened to a, a, a large variety of people or read a lot of large variety of books, can, are able to pick out the differences between them and mm-hmm. kind of compare it with the scripture. Yeah. So it's interesting that way where it's like, yeah, I would, I would recommend in a sense verdict for a certain circumstance, but I also would be like with, with hesitancy and caution and to balance it. Like say maybe like a meal, like there's definitely right. certain things you're not going to eat, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to eat shards of glass. Right. So there are definitely th- preachers where I'm like, don't, Partake that Todd, sermon. Todd White. He's shards of glass. I don't even know who that is. Well, stay away from Todd White. <laughs> um, there's also, and then there's, but then there's like a variety where it's like a meal where it's like, I, I think if you only, if you only eat carrots, you're going to miss out on your like protein, right? Mm-hmm. Or in your dairy. So mm-hmm. maybe some of it is just making sure you have a good, and I mean, that's tactically supposed to be the local church's responsibility. Right. But I, I think now with the connection that we have worldwide, it becomes just a bigger buffet. Right? And that's the problem too. And I was actually sharing this with my, with my congregation, my local congregation the other day. Yeah. Because, you know, I have, I have, you know, 30, 40 people under my care here. This is, this is my congregation. I want them to be at church, at, you know, as often as possible. I want, I want to be their main source of, oh, of, yeah, yeah. of teaching, right? <laughs> yeah. But I recognize that they can go home or not come to church and listen to whoever they want, right. whomever they want, if we're still using the whom, which I'm not sure we are anymore. I don't think we're using the whom anymore. What whomever they want, they can listen to whomever they whom, want. Whom would know if we are or not? <laughs> oh, that that was wrong. <laughs> um, are you going to teach English? Um, so so there, I, I have to I have to warn them, yeah. right? And I, and that's part of the teaching on Sunday morning is listen with a critical ear. Critical, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. a yeah. critical ear. Yeah, and and I I liken it back to you know, how they teach bank tellers mm-hmm. to discern uh, yeah. fake money. Sure. Right? They allow the teller not to handle fake money. They have them handle real money. Right. Right? Yeah. So then when they touch fake money, they're going to know that it, they're going to know that it's fake money. Right. Um, and so we have to be giving our congregation, our pe- the people in our congregation, as best as we can. And I, I tell them, even even listening to me, Listen with a critical ear. Sure. Right? And uh, and and never feel like you cannot approach me and say, hey, I didn't agree with that, or what do you mean, or why don't you expound on that a little more? I think that's yeah. important for us to do. We should never have a pastor that we, you know, we can't, we can't question. That's, 
That's kind of a scary proposition. Too. A scary proposition. <laughs> Touch not yeah. thy anointed. It's funny for a school for education. That's a big thing that's coming out now is critical thinking, like trying to help students develop critical thinking. For because for so long it was just whatever they were fed, rote memorization, without the idea of having uh, problem solving, collaboration, and right. critical thinking is a mm-hmm. huge one. I think it's interesting in the church too. It became about just a pastor s- dictating what was truth, mm-hmm. and then people being like, "Oh, well, he said it; it must be true." So all the way back to the Roman Catholic Church with, before the Reformation, it was mm-hmm. the Catholic Church had the interpretation of the Bible, access to it, right? right? The people didn't, so he was dictating exactly what the truth was. Well, right. when some people started really getting into it, they saw things that they thought were different or wrong or heretical, right? Mm. So it's the same thing like, it's the idea of being like, I, I don't think it's healthy to, to say just because so-and-so said it makes it right. Right. I, I think you have to critically think, think it through like in accordance with what the Bible is saying, not just like I feel a certain way or something like that, but like, mm-hmm. you know, comparing it that way. But yeah. Yeah. It's do, good. Do you have like a, okay. <laughs> I can't get like a meal out of my head now. <laughs> okay. So this is what I think would yeah, be it's good. Fun. That was a good analogy. I, I think this would yeah. be interesting. Okay. So I'll, I'll start and I'll share each category and then the person, and then you, 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 can put, me on, you okay? put me on the spot. So okay, my first ahead. one is going to be like, the water. So it's like something I have all the time consistently because mm-hmm. you need it. And I just say, that's my church. So okay. I always get my preaching at my church week, mm-hmm. week, in, week, in, week in, week out, right? right. Uh, I would say the, like, for instance, the steak. So something that's really tasty and good, you know, good mm-hmm. sus- substance would be Matt Chandler. Mm-hmm. I just really like his stuff mm-hmm. um, and the way he does it, presents it. Oh my goodness, that's your... Oh, that's all right. Go ahead. My peas, which is like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I got to eat it because it's healthy and I really need it, but it's kind of like, uh, it's hard on the way down. Would be, peas. Would be Paul Washer. Oh, mercy. And a lot of people he'd don't be, like he'd him. Be, he'd be asparagus. <laughs> Jeepers. <laughs> He's like sardines. He's sardines. Like, whenever I need a good butt kick. Cod liver oil. That's, I, his, yeah. that's what he is. Whenever I need a rebuke and like to really just be like, I'm horrible, get back on track. Yeah, and Google, if you're listening, <laughs> Google Paul Washer. It's probably one of the one of the first sermons that will come oh, up. Okay, yeah. remember a few years ago yes. he was at a youth youth event. Oh event. my goodness, he laid it down. Listen oh. to the whole thing. You will question your salvation, yeah. but it'll be worth it. But and as again, a study the same as uh, and okay, I'd say maybe my dessert, mm-hmm. my tiramisu would be like Furtick. It's right. just something I enjoy, but it's probably not giving me the sustenance I need. Mm. So it's like, oh yeah, that's good. I enjoyed that, but it, I need something a little deeper. That's why I have the others. Yeah. Um, but again, a good a balance. If you only ate peas, if I only listen to Paul Washer, I'm gonna have a really imbalanced idea of theology in in the world, right? Like, yeah, just do you that, think? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I th- oh yeah, d- definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think anyone. Same with I. You know, Matt. I to me, Matt Chandler is like the most consistent. But I don't always just have to run to him because I. I think you maybe. Anyways, that's just so my own here, personal here's, opinion. Here's a, here's a question for you, and I, I like that analogy, and I think people, I think most Christians out there would identify with that, because I don't think anymore people are taking a steady diet away from, you know, from, from their church. But what would that look like, though? If, if, we, if we only had our church, would, would our adherents or attendees mm. be malnourished? Uh, okay. If we were to do it biblically, no. And this is the reason why. I personally think biblically, 
looking at the eldership, as it says, one of the qualifications is that elders should be able to teach. Right. So for one person, and I know we, I don't know how much we agree on this. We've had conversations about lead mm-hmm. pastors before, but mm-hmm. you might agree with this part of it. I, I, I think that all the elders, those of in that role, the yes. spiritual formers, the yes. f- ones who are supposed to be spiritual leaders, should have should be able to be part of the meal. Amen and amen. So they should have a voice where yes. they're actually communicating truth to the I, whole church I body. Agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. So they shouldn't be, but because they are, unfortunately. Anyways, what's your meal? Are you? Do you want to go or no? Or did I put you on the spot? Yeah, you kind of put me on the spot. <laughs> I I would have, have similar. To, I I tell you what, I do. Um, uh, Oswald Chambers. I know he's not he's not alive anymore. Dead. <laughs> but he's he's my. Uh, yeah, he's my meat and potatoes. Okay, as, as far as like really deep, and and I know they're just it's like devotional, but it's the one that I have to read three times just to kind of okay. yeah yeah to to kind of digest it. Yeah, um, I'd agree. Yeah, Perry Noble, I'm still a sucker for him. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you still catch him? Is he preaching somewhere? Now? Oh yeah, he started another church. Oh okay, second, he did. second oh. chance church. <laughs> I know he named it after himself. <laughs> Uh, which is kind of lame yeah. <laughs> but anyway i just love the guy he's almost ruined my ministry um i dropped his name in the do you remember that story i, I, I dropped so. his name in the wrong in the wrong crowd i was i was oh. look, looking for support from right the southern baptists yeah. and none of them liked him oh yeah 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 at the time and still don't <laughs> um i don't really have a dessert guy right now okay honestly and, and maybe that's a problem. I, I, I've kind of given up on, on the, on the flashy, yeah, you know, attractional. Well, does by dessert I don't mean it has to be flashy. I just think it should be something that really like you're like, yes, afterwards. I, I, yeah, I know, I yeah. know, I know what you mean. And maybe that's, you know, I've had a, I've had a hard uh, couple of months. Oh, maybe, yeah. I, maybe I need that. But I've I've just kind of yeah, you probably do. I didn't want to be. I haven't wanted to be happy in a long you time. You definitely need it. Yeah, yeah. you're very aggressive and angry right <laughs> lately. I'm aggressive and angry. <laughs> the yeah, the I way started, the world is going, it's I, just caused you to be. Uh, I started watching more um, John MacArthur and um, <laughs> what's the what's the other guy? Uh, Mark Driscoll. <laughs> no, although he's back too. I heard. In yeah, a big way. Yeah, yeah. Todd Friel. Oh, not yeah. a, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I like him. I thought he's arrogant. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, but he's not. But but there again, he's not. He's not your. He's not your preacher pastor. Yeah, he's he's more of a Christian personality, right? Sure. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's I, good. I I like uh, the Bible Project. That's a good one. Yes. Good meat and potatoes. They give good variety. Uh, another one. C.S. Lewis. I just started reading some oh, of his yes. stuff. I mean, yeah. he's different. Yeah. Some fundamental people won't really like him, but no. uh, yeah. he believed in purgatory. Maybe I don't yeah. agree with everything of he all did, the people yeah. that pre uh, that. Uh, what I think it's interesting, all the people that I sh- just shared, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily agree with everything that they sh- preach about either. Right. So it's true. Yeah. Although I want my people to agree with Is, everything I preach <laughs> and teach. Well, they won't. They shouldn't. That's unhealthy <laughs> so, if they do. So if you're listening today and you are a follower <laughs> of Jesus Christ. A couple of things, and, and and Sam, you touched on it. You must belong to a local church. Yeah. I, I think that I think it's very biblical 
that we submit ourselves to the leadership and teaching of a local pastor who's going to know you, you're going to know them, and that that's your congregation, that's your ecclesia. Yeah. That's very important. If you're going outside of that, which you probably will, if you start Googling and start, you know, um, you know, checking out YouTube videos or whatever, have great discernment on who you're listening to and and and, and check them out. You know, listen and and learn with a critical ear. If you're listening and you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, who who do we recommend, Sam? If someone's listening and say, well, I'm not going to go to Victor's church yet. I'm not ready for that. Uh, although you can check you can check it out on on Sunday morning. We're we're live on Facebook at ten o'clock yep. a.m. every Sunday morning. It, so like you don't you, have to commit. Like you, you want me to, to mention somebody to look up online? Of the who yeah, if they if someone wanted to hear just if, a, if just you're not a, a Christian, good preacher, I would recommend personally John Mark Comer. John sure. Mark Comer. Okay. Because he's super relatable, super vulnerable, and not your typical, like he's not flashy. Okay. And he's also not like doom and gloom, y'all going to hell all the time. Okay. Uh, he's also not like crazy, like deep in the sense of a lot of theology, mm-hmm. but he's solid. Like right. his stuff is is solid. And actually, I can't really recommend that. That's like my wife uh, is, I, I have to give her credit where credit's due. Okay. Yeah. She really turned me on. John Mark Comer. Okay. John Mark C- Comer. Who, who would be? Who would you? Uh, who would you recommend? John Mark Comer. No, 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 no. That's somebody who else. That's who, that's who I'm recommending. Somebody else, man. Come on, somebody. Uh, yeah, I would. I would. Uh, I would say I probably would send someone to MacArthur right now. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I. I think I would be fine with that. I mean, you know what you're gonna get with him. But um, yeah. He's why had some bad press uh, in the past why, why like, y- couple of years too. <laughs> why not check him out? Uh, I wanted to really, I wanted to pull up the top ten religious uh, like faith podcasts and then like spit them off to you and say yes or no if you'd recommend them. But well, I couldn't. Shannon my podcast. You don't, you don't need to listen anymore. <laughs> well, that's good. That I think that's enough for today. We've uh, we've kind of laid out our thoughts on celebrity pastors. What about celebrity podcasters? That's celebrity us. What podcasters. up, podcasters? Now we do a terrible job of promoting ourselves. <laughs> if you found this podcast accidentally, congratulations, because we don't do a very good job of promoting ourselves. We used to, and then I went to yeah, school. We're going to get back to that, because Sam was kind of that you were the guy. Yeah. We, I need another guy. If well, you're, go, if you're gonna, if you're you know, cut me and then get somebody else. You're going to be busy with, no, no. I mean, as far as promotion goes. Oh, yeah. I want to just take some time and thank. No, wrap it up. Pull her out. Stop. That's what Jody said. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna thank some people. I want to thank uh, Eastside Church first of all for um, hosting us. We're here at Eastside Creative Center, and uh, they they put a lot. They do. You they, just they, promote your own. I know, but as as pastor, of course. But I mean, I'm not the one paying for the equipment and you know to pull this podcast off. Eastside Church is, and I want to thank Patty Quinn too. Uh, check out his podcast, The Run. I was trying to say it like Patty. It's going again. The Run, yes, The Run. They got no one told me that. Yeah, they got two in the two new ones in the bag already. So check them out. You find them wherever you find your podcast. You gotta say The Run. The Run. Great. Last thing. Love you all. And I really do. 
I really do. I have a I have so much love in my heart for people. Yeah, we're going you, on. Uh, now I have, totally understand that Jody is right. You have no idea. See you later, guys. It's great having you. Take care. Bless you.